All right, welcome back. This is episode two of The Canceled Preacher. I, uh, Me and my dad are your hosts. I'm Jonathan Hudson and Pastor Phil Hudson from Union Baptist it's Temple. Good to be here today. And I uh, wanted to make this announcement. Um, we have an email address, and we'd like to hear back from you. If you're listening, you have questions um, or comments you'd like to make, uh, don't hesitate. Send us an email. It's uh, thecanceledpreacher at gmail.com. We hope to hear from you. And yeah, don't be bashful. Go ahead and send us your your uh, criticisms, comments, concerns. We don't promise to listen to them, but uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh <laughs> But no, uh, we do. Uh, it was good to, to to get some some feedback from our first episode. We look forward to to um, continuing on here. And uh, so here's episode two. Um, we were just chatting. What are we going to talk about today? Um, and uh, last Tuesday was the elections. The the red tsunami that turned into a red splash. Pretty disappointing most. in many ways. It's sad. But I will tell you this. That when you look at the map, the political map of the United States, especially when it comes to the House, it is a red tsunami. It's always been a red tsunami. 90% of America is red. Now, I get it that they'll tell you that, well, that's because there's some states that are sparsely populated. But each district has about 700,000 people in it. And that's why... You can have places like New York and New Jersey. It seems like just a few spots of blue. And how is it possible that you can pretty much be almost at a dead heat right now um, this late, what, four or five days after the election, which is sad. As far as I'm concerned, if Democrats can't count, they should not be in office. I mean, up until just, uh, what, COVID, you knew what the results were before you went to bed that night. And now we've got to wait days well, something's really wrong. As far as I'm concerned, the whole thing is a, hoax, uh, a, a hoax and uh, corrupt to the core. Well, do you, um, would you say that that bodes hope for the country as far as, uh, you know, you look at the, the degradation of what, and it's the Democrats, but what they are getting behind. I mean, they're the ones that are behind the transgender rights um, and any Christian can see that that's flat out against the Word of God. They well, the if they're ones- going to vote for all of that stuff and they're going to be for murder of the most innocent people, there is no question in my mind that same crowd will corrupt the system, try to undermine the American way of life. Well, it's the Democrats that are pushing for these ungodly, wicked things. They're pushing for you know abortion, um, and met several states codified abortion. Um, uh, it's It was... It was very sad to see uh, some even going up to uh, all the way up to birth, and even I can't remember what the state is. You probably might remember. Well, post birth, basically, if it's, a well, bo- if it's a botched abortion, then you can allow the baby to die. Here's what I was going to ask you: uh, We see all that wickedness that's um, you know that's that's being pushed today by the by the, the liberal left. But when you look at most of the country and you see this, you know, if you break it down by county, it's all red, all of it. Yep. Do you think that that bodes hope for uh, the nation? Well, not really, because I believe even if we fix the vote problem, I still think that the left, the liars on the left, the liberals on the left that push for this communist agenda. In fact, let me just stop and say this. I think that the communists have more morality 
than Americans nowadays. I mean, it was Putin who said, you call us a pagan country, but you guys murdering babies and your gay marriages and things like that. He said, you guys are more immoral than, than we are. Now, don't quote me on that, but he said something to that effect. But I will say this. I do believe that the only hope for America is God. And we shouldn't be trusting in the Democrats. We dead sure shouldn't be trusting in the rhinos because I think we've got too many rhinos that will, they're all too willing to compromise with the Democrats to try to get things done. The Democrats don't do that. They stay together. But, um, but rhinos, Republicans in name only, they'll, they'll do anything to get what they want in a bill passed. And so they're allowed, they're, they will allow a bunch of pork and, um, well, we really shouldn't allow it. Well, here's something you said, and you said this in 2020. Um, uh, you said if Christians, if Christians would just get out and vote, uh, we'd have landslide elections. A lot of so-called Christians, Bible believers, so-called, uh, don't vote. I know. They say uh, that uh, there's no point. Or uh, they say our trust shouldn't be in government. They say we shouldn't be, uh, you know, and in, in, you know, uh, our our hope isn't in the next election, but in God. And so they'll justify not voting by using all of these justifications. Speak into that. What do you think about well, those? That's right. Fifty percent of Americans did not show up to the polls um, last Tuesday. Now that ought to tell you something. And I've always heard that about fifty percent of Christians don't vote. So when those are the statistics, we've really got a serious, serious problem. And I've heard people say quite often, well, you know, I'm not going to vote. Neither side is any good. Well, my answer to that is, well, <clears throat> vote for yourself then. Do yourself a write-in or vote for somebody that you think is, but just don't stay at home. I think it's one thing when we vote and the other guy wins, but I think it's a whole other level of just decadence amongst Christians and corruption amongst Christians when we don't even vote at all. It's the principle of the thing. Even in Missouri, we say, I've often said, you ought to vote on principle's sake, not just because we're going to win whether or not you show up or not, because Missouri is a strong red state. But I do think that in the, in the end, this is, it's going to either be a revolution or a revival in America. And that's the way it always seems to go with communists. There was a revolution in Cuba. There was a revolution in Venezuela. There was a revolution in Russia. There was a revolution in China. And it's just, we, we're crazy not to think that that's not going to happen. Now, the left is going to force more restrictions on us. And the more we do that and let them do it, all in the name of our safety, that makes me so sick, in the name of safety. It's my job to take care of my family. The Bible says if a man doesn't work, he ought not to eat. Of course, the Democrats, they don't care about that because they don't care about the Bible. And half the Republicans don't care about that. But what we need is we need, first of all, preachers that are going to stand up and preach the truth rather than we get too many just mealy mouth preachers just parroting what they've heard, just doing whatever they can to just keep their job because they're hirelings and they're not making their voice known. But if we don't do something, and I do believe it needs to be getting in the church house, if we don't do something, it's going to be our fault. So um, you said uh, yeah, you made a, big, a, a great case for voting. Um, but as a preacher, uh, as the canceled preacher, yes. um, so what would you say to someone who says, okay, show me in the Bible how, I'm, how it's my Christian responsibility to vote? 
Well, we're supposed to obey government. Isn't that what the Bible says? Um, we're supposed to obey every ordinance of the uh, man for the Lord's sake. And so what the Lord has done is not only given us a privilege, but a responsibility to be a part of our governmental system. And so not to vote is un-American. And, um, and especially since we can make a difference. When we think about, you know, we ought to let our light so shine. One of the easiest ways to do that is to vote. Unfortunately, that's, that, that goes to show you these so-called Christians that um, they don't vote. They're probably the same ones that don't go to church. And if they do, it's to a liberal church that's satisfied with the status quo. The status quo is sending us to hell in a handbag. A lot of people would say, uh, like you already mentioned this, but it doesn't matter if I vote. Um, uh, so what's your answer to that? If they say, well, you know, it doesn't matter if I vote. Well, it's the principle of the thing. Uh, more than anything, we ought to do right because it's the right thing to do, not because it's expedient or not because the outcome is going to suit our expectation. We ought to do right for character's sake. And somebody says, well, you know, it's not going to benefit. But what's, what's it going to benefit me either way? The, the benefit is the satisfaction that you get from doing the right thing in the end. Yeah. And that's Romans chapter 13, by the way, that you just referenced. Um, Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever resisteth there, therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of God. Um, and you've actually told me that this is, the context of this is directly in politics. Um, I yes. have preached this. Um, to teens and applied it, um, you know, obeying their parents. And I wouldn't say it's a, a bad application, but the, like you said, this is talking about government. This is talking about uh, political leaders. And I think it really applies in our situation because it says that every soul be subject to the higher powers, plural. And so we have levels of power or levels of authority in government. For example, we have mayors, then we have governors, then we have higher up in the federal government. Of course, I think it should be backwards. I think that Joe Biden should answer to uh, the governors rather than the other way around. Yeah. Is the state should have the final authority yep. to 10th Amendment. Yep. But everybody wants to bow down and worship, you know, Washington like they did in the Plains of Door, bow down to Nebuchadnezzar's, you know, God, basically. But anyway, the higher powers, what's the highest power? The highest power is God. And God tells us to obey the higher powers as far as government powers. So what's the highest power in the land? What's the highest authority in the land? It's the Constitution. And by the way, the Constitution was written in such a way to defend the principles laid out in the bill, excuse me, the principles laid out in the Declaration of Independence. I've heard you say that before. You've said, you said that the Declaration of Independence is the actual foundation. Fa- foundation. The actual foundation. Now that took me by surprise when I first heard you say that. And by the way, if you some amazing, um, great sermons you've preached right around July Fourth, um, uh, patriotic sermons about the founding fathers and all this is these lies about you know the founding fathers, um, and you've done your homework, laid out great cases for the godly men that uh, framed the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, um, and so that's just a side note. But yeah, so the Declaration of Independence, the, the you say the Constitution was there to uh, uphold uphold the, the principles principle. laid out in the Declaration of Independence. And now it is so bad in America, I believe it was a couple of years ago, that the, on Declaration of Independence Day, um, it was 
some students, I think it was a university in California, they were, they were reprimanded and told they had to stop passing out declarations of independence. I don't remember what place it was. On <laughs> UCLA or probably. Day, more than likely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So um, the, the Constitution Declaration. Okay, so what is so great about the Constitution? Well, the Constitution, I believe it's based upon the Bible and um, where we have three branches of government. See, man is corrupt. Man is corrupt to the core. And we've all heard, you know, evil triumphs when good men do nothing. And uh, the heart is deceitful about all things and desperately wicked. And so people will take advantage of people. People will go so far as to kill one another, lie, steal, and justify it for whatever reason. Well, they've got two cars. Certainly I should have one. Well, if you had one job, you might have one car. But the bottom line is we are in we are sinful people living in a sinful world. And the Bible says in the last days, evil men will wax worse and worse. And uh, we've got to be ready for that. People who uh, criticize um, capitalism, and I'm not even talking about capitalism, but instead of, uh, you know, like the, the constitutional republic that we have um, quite often will um, address it by, will criticize it by saying, you know, it encourages greed or, um, you know, uh, corruption or what have you. That's and, another and, stupid liberal left talking a, point. And there's a lot of corruption. There's in, greed in, in communist Russia. But to think that a form of government is going to change man's nature is no. ridiculous. See, and the government we have um, uh, hedges uh, hedges for that. Understands against, that. Protects against the, the corruption and the, the wickedness of man with checks and balances. That's exactly what it is, and that's what I was getting to. Federalism, a check and balance. You know, power distributed between the states and the federal government and local government. Then you have the Senate, then you have the House, and then you have the three branches of government, uh, the executive, legislative, and judicial. All there is checks and balances because too much power in one person's hands is, well, that is the death warrant for any country. Power corrupts. And absolute power corrupts absolutely. That's right. Yeah, you said the um, our our form of government is Bible based. I had a preacher bring up this verse to me one time before, and I, it's just amazing. But the Bible says in Isaiah chapter thirty three verse twenty two, the Lord is our judge, the Lord is our lawgiver, and the Lord is our king. That's like executive branch, judicial branch, and a legislative branch. Um, and you know, God's a triune God, and so many things in the Bible are broken up into three uh, three things: body, soul, and spirit, and other in many other ways. But uh, um, you know, right there we have a an image of God given to us as King, Lawgiver, and uh, Judge, uh, very similar to the Founding Fathers' framing of of our government. Yes, and also in the Bible, nobody was ever all three. You could have had a king that was a prophet. You could have had a priest that was a prophet. You could have had a, you know two of the three, but you could never have all three mm-hmm. because of the the understanding that that's way too much power. Mm-hmm in the hands of one person. And, uh, and that's our why, founding fathers were geniuses. Yeah. And that's why it's such a big deal that Jesus is prophet, priest, and king. Because yes. he's the only one worthy. He's the only one uncorrupted and untouched by pride, sin, selfishness, and that kind of thing. Absolutely. But I'm amazed 
at the foresight of the founding fathers, but really it came down to the foresight of just seeing man is wicked to wicked the core. Wicked to the core. Um, and any chance they get, they will usurp power, they will abuse power, they will take advantage of people, they will manipulate, steal, lie, cheat, and so what we have to do is make everyone accountable to everybody else. Uh, but one thing you've said before is that it's got to be, you know, the one thing that can cure from this major corruption is small localized government. And the bigger it gets, the more corrupt it gets. And it doesn't matter where, anywhere you have people, there's going to be corruption. But when we have this huge monstrosity of a federal government, like we have today, um, spending trillions of dollars by the minute, uh, that's just that's just breeding ground for the most the most uh, uh, most corruption you can imagine. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's what's one of the major problems with our country right now is these bureaucracies and these government agencies. You know, so Congress they they start this government agency, whether it be the IRS, you know, or any agency. Um, so what they do is they basically make policy. They enforce policy, and then when somebody breaks their policy, then they judge who broke the policy, you know? And then they got the backing of Congress. So here they are with this unlimited power in the area, um, like the Environmental Protection Agency. Mm, unelected. Uh, uh, it's unelected, right. And you've got unelected officials have more power, the IRS, and, you, and Americans are afraid of these bureaucracies and these government agencies nowadays. I love what Ronald Reagan said, right? I'm from the government and I'm here to help is the most scary thing you can hear. He also said that government is the solution. Government is the problem. Mm -hmm. And the more government gets there, gets involved, the worse it is. Man, you've got government. You never hear this, but you've got government officials all the time that are arrested for drugs, embezzlement, mm. you name it. And um, boy, they get off, they get away with it. I mean, after all, Hunter's laptop, the mm. laptop from hell. Yeah. And how was that? And then, of course, the whole collusion with, with uh, Trump, that was all a lie, all to really cover up Hillary, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, But now we see everything that they were accusing the Republicans of, they're the ones that are guilty of it. One thing about the Democrats is whatever mud they throw, you can almost bet for sure that that's exactly what they're guilty They've of. They've got dirty hands. And it's proven every time. Whatever they accuse the other side of doing, it's exactly like the whole January 6th fiasco that they've blown way out of proportion. It's is it, Don't believe anything you hear about that anymore. They've blown it completely out of proportion. But there, you know, the Democrats are the ones who burned cities down all summer in 2020. Um, all summer the of love. Yeah, yeah, summer of love. Well, um, you know, and Joe Biden, you know, we were talking about government being the, the problem, not the solution. And uh, yeah, oh, he is wicked. His whole administration is based on uh, I'm going to save you. What look at the, his big landmark legislation. What's it called? The American Rescue Plan. We don't need to be rescued by by big daddy, pre, you know, big, you know, big daddy government to come in and, and save the day. Uh, America was, you know, the, the idea was that that uh, we take care of ourselves. Um what that's, it, what, that's what immigrants used to want. I just want a chance. Yeah. Okay, so what is your opinion of the actual job? What, what is government supposed to do? Because we've taken a, several minutes. The government that governs best governs least. 
Capitalism works because government gets out of the way. When you have a command economy, you're going to have problems. And then it never stops there. Then the government tells you where you work, when you can work, where you can live, how much you, you, know, how much you can make. And then we become enslaved to the economy, which is driven by a, a communist society. And so I would say that, that people, given freedom, they will, they, they, they will, they will rise to the, you know, to uh, do great things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's often been said, a rising tide lifts all boats. And if we could just put more money back in the hands of people, the government, it would do much better if it would give tax breaks mm-hmm. rather than... It increases revenue. It increases, it does so many things. Even for the government. Um uh, they, they get more revenue when they decrease taxes uh, because money circulates more. And it ought to be a flat tax, really, 10% on everybody. But because of corruption, the tax code laws, I mean, who's going to read it? Does anybody read it? Could anybody? <laughs> I mean, the code laws are <laughs> it's, like, it's like Latin. volumes. Um, but so yeah, the um, you, you mentioned there that rising tide lifts all boats and, um, you know, kind of talking about, our form of government. So government, uh, not our, our, our economic, you know, you know, capitalism, that kind of thing. But uh, getting back to um, government's role, uh, I, I would say you would agree to this, but, you know, government has, has gotten their eyes off the, off the target or off the goal. You know, they swear to up, protect and uphold the Constitution, but now they're trying to protect us. But if they could just protect the Constitution then our rights would be protected. That's right. But instead, they're trying to trying to uh, take care of everybody's personal needs or personal, you know, um, the fact that they felt like they had to close businesses, open them back up, mask people, then give us money because we were closed. None of that is the government's job. If they could just concentrate on the Constitution, and I want half wonder if ha- if most of the elected people in Congress have even read it. Uh, because it seems like their every act is against it, uh, unconstitutional. That's exactly right, and much of it unbiblical. Our authority as Christians is, first of all, the Word of God, and then the Constitution, the highest power in the land as far as ordinances are concerned. Obey every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake. And so... Folks will say, well, we got we to gotta obey government. You know, Joe Biden says I got to lock myself up in my house and can't have anybody over for Thanksgiving. Mm. I got to do it because, after all, that's what Joe Biden says. But he's not the highest power. Mm-hmm. The highest power is the Constitution that tells us we have liberty. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, we're looking out for great-grandma, you know, who, who is— who is bedridden anyway, mm-hmm. okay? Well, some kid's going to go to school and he's going to bring home COVID. First of all, most kids don't get COVID, mm-hmm. but he's going to somehow bring it home, and then grandma's going to get sick and die. She's 95 years of age. She's already got 10 other illnesses, and then she contacts COVID, and she's going to die anyway, but now they say, well, she died of COVID. Therefore, we got to lock the whole country down, just controlling people, and nothing that irritates me more than the church is closing. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, churches that closed were not churches in the first place. Or they woke up and now they've decided they're going to obey God rather than men. That's the whole problem right there. And it wasn't just in America. It was the whole stinking world mm-hmm. closed down, which tells me that we are setting the stage for the Antichrist. Yeah, for sure. We've got to be at the last days. Yeah. Now, it's, there's always been famine and pestilence and earthquakes. But there ain't been famine and pestilence and earthquakes at this level. Mm-hmm. Worldwide. Worldwide. Yep. 
We can see the world falling in in line to biblical prophecy. Joe Biden said, "Just I just read this this morning that he wants to keep COVID mandates or whatever it is going until April or May of next year." <laughs> He's just this thing is never going to go away. Nope. And when it when that finally does, they'll just resurrect it as some other disease mm-hmm. or some other yep. catastrophe. Boy, there's so many great things that were said because of this whole. But if you give, if government can take rights because of a crisis, it will create a crisis to take rights. Every and time. again, the founding fathers foresaw that. They said men are by nature wicked to the core, and they are power hungry. That's and, right. And they tried to hedge, and they did a great job. But the reason why we're losing that now is because we're getting away from what they designed and intended. Um, but speaking about COVID, COVID gave us drop boxes. So, um, oh, I'm going to pay my respects to that tomorrow. So I was going to ask you, are you going to, it's Saturday. I don't know. You guys, uh, Maricopa County, they're never going to count them all. So we're going to get a, uh, uh, election sermon tomorrow. Uh, well, I will tell you this. Um, yes, I am preparing a sermon along that line, but, and it is discouraging, you know, there is no way in my way of thinking that Pennsylvania went Fetterman. Mm. There's no way. After his stroke, I mean, the guy couldn't, he couldn't even string a sentence together. If you listen to his debates, if you just listen to him, as far as I'm concerned, he is a communist. He even looks like Vladimir Lenin, Mm. you know? And um, these people hate America. And as far as I'm concerned, these drop boxes, all it does is it just buys the left more time and the ability for the left to say, well, we need more time so they can figure out the way things are Mm. and they just direct it the way they want it to go. Now, a lot of people would say, well, what's your evidence for that? Well, I would say you prove otherwise. So you're making the application, but there is no way in my way of thinking that a guy like Joe Biden could get more votes than any other president in history. Now, I agree. It blows my mind too. But I was talking to somebody about this just the other day, and what 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 makes me kind of you know uh, question what you're saying is that you know America is not getting more moral, more holy, and so we will go. We're going to go that route. No, how, no matter how it's st- a snowball, how effect. stupid it seems, we're going to go the the uh, licentious route. We're going to go the wicked, amoral route, and uh, you know uninformed misinformed voters they could care less how many babies we butcher but you know send me my stimulus check uh and that's what an amoral people do that's why the founding fathers said this this form of government is wholly inadequate to govern an immoral people that is so right and i believe it was madison maybe i can't remember what founding father who said you know we have given you a republic and by the way I get so tired of hearing the word democracy. Mm. This is not a democracy. Good. This is a republic, you know? Yep. But democracy puts it in the mind of so many people, you know. Why, what, what's wrong with democracy? Well, it's just like you have said. It's two wolves and a sheep voting on what they ought to have for lunch. Yeah, it's mob rule. It's mob rule is exactly what it is. 50% plus one can, can um, outspeak every other person. But they understood that individuals, the founding fathers individuals should have a voice but also the states should have a voice and that's what the electoral college is all about yeah that's why the liberals hate it that's why the liberals hate it it's it's keeping power one step removed all the time all the time that's something you told me that fascinated me because i was even saying what's the electoral college all about and you said the founding fathers always kept the power one step removed from any one person and uh 
it's it's never centralized never uh it's never you know in one person's hands or one entity's hands um and uh yeah so you know because again that that power corrupts absolutely well we're certainly glad that you are listening in and, so before uh, we sign off can we get a two-minute uh rant from the canceled preacher on your just uncensored take on tuesday tuesday elections again as far as i'm concerned it's corrupt and i cannot see how seven in ten americans are dissatisfied with everything that's going on in washington dissatisfied about gas prices food prices mortgage rates are through the ceiling and that list never ends they're dissatisfied with it all but you're telling me that basically the senate is going to be 50 50 and basically the house is going to be about 50 one percent to 49 percent or somewhere thereabouts it's disheartening to me that we did not see a red wave Mm -hmm. now i get it some people are saying yeah but when you look at the popular vote we were up by six million people voted red than blue but still i i I am shocked that all of new mexico is blue so am i I, i'm it just blows my mind Mm -hmm. away that you're voting for everything that the bible is against Mm -hmm. because all you care about is is sin and the ability to just sin marijuana was just voted five states had the marijuana referendum on this missouri missouri it's supposed to be a a conservative state and it got it got past 52 53 percent that's so sick people say well What's the big deal? I mean, after all, um, people are doing it anyway. Mm. But we shouldn't condone it because we're people not people principle. Just like you said with voting, it's it's all about what people are doing, what's convenient. Absolutely, absolutely. And I heard somebody say, "Well, alcohol's legal. We might as well make marijuana legal too, because basically has the same effect." Who? I, I don't know if that's true or not, but I will tell you this: it's got to stop somewhere. Yeah. And if it doesn't stop with alcohol, which it should, it should have stopped there. That's right. It's going to just go on. And, and that's another thing. Joe Biden doesn't care about life, and neither do these lefties care about life. Because if they did, they would outlaw alcohol. Because and how about the border and the fentanyl coming across? Th- th- that's another thing, the fentanyl. They care less. So, so it's all political. Mm-hmm. That's all that it is right here. Right. But anyway, what a blessing it is to be able to sit down and talk about these things. And I think one of the reasons why I said, okay, Jonathan, if you want to do this, let's go ahead and do it. Because... You don't hear much about this. There's a few preachers that are talking about these issues, but they're afraid. They're cowards as far as I'm concerned. They're afraid of getting canceled. They're, they're afraid of, yes. They're afraid of somebody getting up and walking out. One there thing was about- a day when preachers used to think they were success when they made somebody mad. Now it takes us all day long, a week, just to figure out how to say something so we don't offend anybody, so we can feel like basically a Balaam. I'm going to do what I want to do and somehow... Get God's blessing out of it. That's one thing no one could ever accuse you of is being afraid of being canceled. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I figure we're canceled anyway. And I'm going to tell you something else about it as well. And uh, some larger churches that could have made a difference in this thing, they just closed their buildings away. You want to know why? Because they they, they got mortgage payments. Mm -hmm. But the Mm -hmm. church isn't that building. That's good. And I've, I've heard this from them, you know, these larger churches. It's not about a building. It's the people. Okay. Well, then why are you so afraid about meeting them? Mm-hmm. Meet out in the park if you have yeah, to. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's it's the power of the purse right there. Yeah. Now, that's one good thing. I should say this, that if we do get the house, and it does look pretty good that we're going to get the house, at least we'll have the power of the purse. You know? How about the Senate? If you were, if you were a betting man, Senate. 
Oh, man. If Warlock. See, they Warnock? Warlock. <laughs> Warlock. Warlock. That's what he is to me. Um, of course, he's pastored Ebenezer Baptist Church. And he ain't Baptist. I'm going to tell you that right now. You know? And he's not following in the legacy of Martin Luther mm. uh, King. Um, if he did, he'd be Republican because Martin Luther King was Republican. Oh, wow. There's something no one probably knows. Nobody cares. Martin Luther King was a Republican? Yes. Mm. Absolutely. And um, that's because... See, informed people, they understood that the Democrats are the party, have always been, and are to this day, the party of lockdowns and slavery. Slavery, discrimination, racism. uh, uh, Jim Crow laws, the whole bit. Mm. There would be no civil rights movement if it wasn't for the Republicans. And you're listening to a guy that has done his homework in this area. I wish we could, and we're out of time today, but I wish we could stop and just, man, you've got the facts to back up everything you're saying. But, uh, well, and I want to say this as, to, as well. Thank you for listening. Let others know that, um, you know, we're here as well. We want to get the word out that Christians don't have to bow down to Joe Biden, bow down to the left. And um, we, we, we're not going to see revival unless Christians wake up. Good. So thank you for listening today. God bless you. And we'll see you, um, see you next time. Next time. <laughs>